This is an RNZ podcast. No, not at all. If it's the right thing to do for the right reasons, and look, I think um, at the risk of sounding um, somewhat pompous, um, if you do the right thing for the right reasons, um, that's not a bad way to go. Yesterday, hey, thanks very much. It was the end of the road for Simon Bridges' leadership of the National Party after that caucus meeting which began at midday on Friday. And the party's MPs who were making up their minds were doing so off the back of a bulletin-leading TVNZ opinion poll the night before. It's another hit for embattled national leader Simon Bridges less than 24 hours before the crunch vote to decide between him or challenger Todd Muller. Our exclusive poll result could be influential for those MPs still deciding who to back four months from the election. TVNZ's Wendy Petrie on Thursday night talking up the influence their Colmar Brunton poll might have. And two hours earlier, media trainer and PR person for hire Janet Wilson was a guest on RNZ's The Panel. She said she had national MPs as clients, though she wouldn't name any, whose choice on Friday, she reckoned, might just be swayed by that TVNZ poll. I have had no discussions with any of them, so I do not know this, but I have a sense that they are keeping their powder dry and they're going, let us see the figures tonight and then I'll make a call. Though earlier in the week, RNZ's political editor Jane Patterson reckoned that poll would make little difference. The gun had already been fired, she said, on the bid to roll the leader well before that, when Todd Mullet made his intentions clear. And it was no coincidence that he did that after this last Monday. The implications of this poll will be far-reaching for every single party in Parliament and earth-shattering for some. Prepare to have your minds blown with the country's most accurate political poll. News Hub, live at 6 tonight on 3. News Hub's political editor Tova O'Brien in a TV promo designed to ramp up interest in its latest opinion poll from Reed Research. And the forecasts of shattered earth and blown minds to come certainly worked on the media on Monday. Even before the poll results were out, pundits were on talk radio speculating about what they might be. And the usually restrained Otago Daily Times ran the online headline, National Insiders Talk Ahead of Mind-Blowing Poll. That story began with a question, can the National Party find their own Jacinda Ardern as they head to September's election? And that was just one of many political stories this week, utterly focused on the two party leaders. And those leaders were certainly the focus when News Hub at 6 did its big reveal on its latest poll that night. Kia ora, good evening. It's official. Jacinda Ardern is the most popular Prime Minister the country's had in a century. Well, official is one word for it, but there's no way of knowing whether she is more popular now than, say, Holyoke, Savage or Seddon or any other big-name Prime Minister we've had over the past 100 years. Political opinion polls as we know them didn't really emerge until the 1970s, but in the contemporary era, the claim doesn't stack up either. In a fact or fiction story the next day, the New Zealand Herald's political reporter Amelia Wade pointed out that John Key had consistently polled around 60% as preferred PM in the Herald's digi-polls during his tenure. And he also peaked, for good measure, at 59% in the One News Colmar Brunton poll too. But on the day that News Hub tried to blow our minds, even the Herald was parroting that Jacinda Ardern claim online as a fact. And for a global audience, so did the local reporter for The Guardian and the news agency Reuters, whose story was republished by mainstream news outlets all over the world. 
Now, obviously, this dramatic swing in the News Hub poll had one particular driver, and Tova O'Brien made that crystal clear on News Hub at six. One word, COVID. It's in line with the polling we saw after the Christchurch attacks. Jacinda Ardern is a great leader in crisis. The polls reacted similarly with John Key after the Christchurch earthquakes. These are the people New Zealanders trust to lead. Simon Bridges isn't among them. But the main reason for that was that Simon Bridges isn't a Prime Minister and therefore hardly in a position to get the post-crisis poll bounce to add to the popularity that almost all sitting Prime Ministers have enjoyed in this part of the last century in which modern political opinion polling has been a thing. But in the last Reed Research poll in February, the two parties were neck and neck. National and Labour have never been so close in our poll's history, Tova O'Brien herself said at that time. And on Thursday's morning report on RNZ National, host Kim Hill put this question to pundit and lobbyist Matthew Hooten. What do you say to the criticism that nationals behaving like poll-driven fruitcakes, they're not objecting to Bridges' policies, they're objecting to the fact that people don't like him. Is that legit? Well, National is now 25 points behind the Labour Party. That is not something to ignore. And on Tuesday, News Hub made more bad news out of Simon Bridges' lack of likability from another question in its Read Research poll. We asked you to describe Simon Bridges in one word. Tosser. Incompetent. Arrogant. I honestly don't really know who Simon Bridges is. Jacinda Ardern in a word is a different story. Powerful. She's cool. Gorgeous. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Fantastic. Awesome. These nifty word clouds show the top 50. The bigger the word, the more it came up. Jacinda Ardern's is overwhelmingly positive. And it was the exact opposite for Simon Bridges. And News Hub at 6 displayed that cloud with words like dickhead and mediocre prominent within it. But what did that really tell us? Mike, uh, the depth of public sentiment. Politics is all about numbers, but these words are visceral and they have an impact in a way that numbers simply can't. Reading about Simon Bridges was pretty awful. It's mean, but it is a snapshot of how the public feels. Not only is it mean, as Tover O'Brien said there, it isn't actually very revealing either. It simply isn't possible to sum up how you feel about a public figure in one word, let alone whether you would support them or their party politically in spite of how you feel about the leader personally. On Thursday's morning report, Matthew Hooten went on to tell Kim Hill this. A lot of media decided, I think rightly so, not to report that because it was so unpleasant and unfortunate. It was ugly, wasn't it? Bridges is a human being. Yes. He has a family. And so, yes, News Hub, because they're more tabloid than RNZ, they published it, but most responsible journalists did not publish that. But we've seen those nifty word clouds, as Tover O'Brien called them, before. In December 2018, a similar UMR survey prepared for Labour was leaked to the Parliamentary Press Gallery at a time when Simon Bridges' leadership was also being questioned, and other media then had no qualms about running with those as a story. At the time, for example, Simon Bridges was heading into the summer break, facing questions like this from RNZ's political editor, Jane Patterson. And untrustworthy was right there in the centre. I mean, when you get up and you see that sort of thing, how do you feel about how you're connecting with the New Zealand public? I think a truth on that, um, my sense is, uh, you know, the Labour Party uh, has been scurrying around the gallery, uh, wanting to make sure they're out there very selectively with their polling. Well, two can play at that game. Um, I could talk about this week's polling. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to... Th- no. 
Now, of course, it's true that personalities of the political leaders have a real impact. Labour's fortunes reversed after Jacinda Ardern took over from Andrew Little in 2017, for example. And on Thursday, Matthew Hooten made the point this way on Morning Report. Uh, In the end, the public is always right. And the public is entitled to say, look, this is the sort of person we like as our Prime Minister. And it's not really for political commentators or distinguished (laughs) New Zealand journalists to second-guess that. It's just a reality. And as we said, you know, I've never seen, I've been in politics for 30 years. I've never seen a word association map as terrible as that. It, it makes me sad. Yeah, made me sad too. Made Simon Bridges even sadder. If you were watching TVNZ1 News on Tuesday, you would have seen nothing at all about any pressure on Simon Bridges. While over on 3, Tover O'Brien signed off on News Hub at 6 like this. Either way, Simon Bridges is digging in. He will not give up without a fight. This is shaping up to be a bloody mess. And on Wednesday, when news of a special national caucus meeting to settle the issue on Friday broke, she wasn't the only one in the press gallery talking about sharpening knives and there will be blood. Herald senior political writer Claire Trevette says Bridges isn't going to go quietly and things might get messy. If it's going to be the duke out, which it clearly is because Simon Bridges is digging his heels in, this is where we are. Blood on the floor. On Friday afternoon, the blood was spilled and the first person to report the outcome before it was officially announced was News Hub. Our sources, our News Hub sources are saying right now that Todd Muller has won the leadership vote and it is a case of bridges having been burned. And on News Hub's live televised coverage of what it later called Knives at Noon, News Hub's political editor Tover O'Brien again insisted that the polls, including theirs, had been significant. He hadn't been showing his caucus, those internal polling, so we can imagine that the internal polling was slumping for National and for Simon Bridges, and then it was those public polls, that News Hub Read Research poll that came out on the Monday night with National Party on 30.6%. That was the death knell for Simon Bridges. It was enough for his MPs to make that proper move. And when News Hub's host Ryan Bridge tried to talk up Tova O'Brien's role in it, she didn't want to take any credit. Tova, your reporting in particular has been absolutely instrumental in this, from the very beginning, from the murmurings of the leadership battle to the... To the po- <laughs> but Tova O'Brien did reckon that the media had had an impact on the outcome. How are you personally feeling about this? It's felt enormous this week, and I have to say that delivering that poll on Monday night, I've never felt the weight of responsibility as much as I did delivering a 30.6 result for National, because it was about the jobs. It's not just about the leadership, it's about the other people involved there and the other MPs that would have lost their jobs. Tova O'Brien went on to say that she and other journalists were just doing their jobs and laying it out like it is, and when it came to Simon Bridges' lack of personal appeal with the public, their reporting certainly did that. But the poll-based nature of it, focusing so heavily on what people make of the party leaders, also amplified it.